Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete. I'm joined with the voice of the Lake Forest football and basketball scouts, Scoop Walker. How you doing, Scoop? Cold, sore, shovel oh. today. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hit a little bit of that yesterday. Mo- and, moving a little slow. <laughs> uh, that was kind of some wet stuff yesterday, wasn't it? I didn't shovel yesterday. I waited. I'm not no, a big shovel while it comes down. And See, I do. I, I kind of time it. I do half, throw a little salt down. By the way, do the neighbors in Lake Forest know there's, there's this thing called salt that you can put on the site? I'm just saying. I'm trying to be more positive, Scoop, but uh, it's hard to be positive. It's good to be positive. It's hard to be positive when you're laying on your backside on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, took, you, you took a header, huh? Uh, well, I guess. Well, <laughs> I luckily, guess, uh, you didn't become a, your own patient. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's pretty Started. warm. In, it's, it's, it's pretty warm in Florida, Scoop. I hear. And how warm is it, Pete, in Florida? It's so warm that you can go to the beach and fish for sharks. And if you're going to get somebody, Shark Guy Beach Fishing is the premier South Florida beach fishing experience at a longboat, Key, Florida. Their world-renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but they'll help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook or at sharkguybeachfishing.com to schedule an outing. Shark guy is not Scoo's guy. He's my guy for your next charter. So, so is beach fishing, is that you can't go on a boat? You just throw the line you're, out there you're for on the, shark? the You know, we should we should ask Mr. Guy to come on and explain it. But Why don't we what say I, his name? <laughs> I did. It's Shark, shark Guy. His guy. first name okay. is Shark. Right. You know, right. okay. Um, so you, you, throw, you fish from the beach. Fish from the beach, and then uh, you pull on these little sharks, and you you know throw them back. And uh, you know I've gotten some comments, Scoo, about uh, I guess Shark Guy's got a lot of friends out there, and (laughs) there. (laughs) And I've gotten some flack that people are saying you shouldn't accept them as an advertiser. You shouldn't accept his twenty five dollars. Hey, Scoo. What if the if the caucus paying twenty five bucks? Twenty five. Wow. Well, yeah, it's a business supporter each month. Twenty five bucks. Maybe he is my guy. <laughs> no, you're 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 more higher higher price. But the point is, if the caucus can accept four grand from Ginger, Ginger, my Ginger, I can take twenty five bucks from the shark guy. Doesn't mean I agree. With what the shark guy does doesn't mean you agree. Okay, That's about a year ago or so, we had ginger my ginger on. You know, we Speaking should pull. Some, maybe we should get into the archives on that because I think Ginger's made a one eighty. She's uh, from what I hear, she's pretty popular in the moms groups now. Yeah, that's what I, I heard too, which is quite amazing for what she. <laughs> well, one day you're crotch root, the next day you're. Uh, <laughs> ginger my ginger uh, 
I think that was the only podcast where I, I, I wasn't on it, yeah. but I think that was the only uh, show where you didn't say one word. How or you tried that? to. <laughs> it was like, I, 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 I was so taking wound her up and just that, that battery was gone. That, that's a, was a. Hmm. School, my mouth was open the whole time. My chin was on the desk. <laughs> And, uh, and when they say, hey, you only put one side on the podcast, well, there you go. Check out Ginger. <laughs> Ginger, I know you're not listening out there, but uh, I asked her to come back on, and she said, nah, once is good enough. And I'm like... <laughs> I, I said my piece, <laughs> and then some. <laughs> and then some. But, you know... Well, let's stay positive. Oh, we are. We're smiling, laughing. It's Friday. Oh, we're giggling. That, that we're fun. giggling. That was, but that was coming up on a year that was wow <laughs> hey look communities are messy <laughs> opinions are messy that's why you know what do they everybody... say about opinions everyone uh, got one kind of like uh well, yeah know. like my hindquarter <laughs> on the sidewalk we'd also like to say we are thankful uh for our patreon supporters reverend luke back from the church of the holy spirit school we got god on our side matt a elizabeth b costa lance lance otto and rdm love rdm love put god, R- rdm together it's like artem artema and then you say is artemis Artemis. That was a exactly. great joint in Mount Prospect. All uh, right. Artemis so uh, Come on, we kind of had it interesting. Well, we always have interesting weeks, Scoo. You know, half the people it's, it's, it's like us. wind down the week every Friday. Uh, yeah. Well, half the people like us, more than half of the people don't like us. I don't know how that adds up. And then 110% of the people not listening like us. That is correct. But I did find out what misogynist is. And Please. originally, when I looked it up, I thought it was, you know, when you work out too hard and you're sore, you go to a misogynist to get, you know, a rub down. I was incorrect. Hmm. Hey, I, I would I would like to see you work out yeah. and then go have a misogynist give you a rub down. That would be interesting. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I guess that means uh, you, you hate women or you say things that make you sound like you hate women. And uh, I, let me just clear the That's air. A tough one. <laughs> well, Scoo, I'm a clear the air kind of guy. A couple things. All right. I grew up inner city, single mom, two sisters. Okay. So the hating women thing, nice try. Move on, trying something else. Not sticking. All hey, right. I grew up. I grew up in the inner city of Lake Forest, single mom and three sisters. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you were on the east side. I know. I was on your side, on the east side, inner yeah, city. Now you're, on, now you're in the west side. Okay. So moving on up. Moving on up. <laughs> so you know. You don't spend 20 plus years in the corporate world hating women. Yeah, right. You, 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 you don't hate women when you promote 
women from within into leadership. Okay. So step it's off. Just a, on that it's one. just, it's just a good word to use nowadays, I guess. Well, it's a good, you know, good grouping. <laughs> so they should just say, you know what, instead of misogynist, cause it just really does not resonate with people. I mean, we're all cavemen. Call us cavemen. Cavemen, Neanderthal. Yeah, yeah, that's what we are. Every man is. I don't care who you are. You're. We're all cavemen. Our species is a rare species. (laughs) Now, now, if you want to get something that sticks on me, okay, I don't hate women. I hate that the best person available doesn't get the job or position. I hate that. I hate that. Hate it. Okay. And I speak up. Number two, I hate politics. I hate when I look at somebody in the eye, I tell them what I think and I'm honest and I'm straight up. And I hate people that are the opposite. Okay. So those two can stick to me. And that's where you get half of the people liking you and more than half that don't like you. See how that adds up, Scoo? Okay. Yeah, and so. yeah, I mean, you're the, the time I've known you, you're, you're right to the point. But hey, everyone should be right to the point. You got something well, to say? Say it. Don't hide behind it. Stand up for it. Don't back down. Don't apologize if you believe in something. Just yeah. Don't be afraid. Too many people are afraid now. Like to you well, know, be be old school. Well, be old school straight up. Okay, stand up for your beliefs right. and respect somebody else's beliefs. And I think we've respected it now. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, here's, yes, we have. But unfortunately, you know, we're just throwing, throwing there and just talking, you know, what we've heard and what we, you know, no. Unfortunately, no one wants to come and listen well, and talk and have that conversation. Well, they don't have to. I mean, we're, I we're know, at the bar. We're at I the know. bar. Hey, we'll buy you a drink. Pe- PBR. Sounds Ooh. like we got to get a listener party. We've had a few people say we got to get something going. So go up to the lantern. Sit down, buy you a beer. Cheer you. Go upstairs. Oh, and, uh, you know, I got to say, Pete, you know yeah. what? And I said this way back when we first started this thing. Which is that, almost uh, a year ago. Well, uh, but um, remember how with a school board, like, well, I came on towards the end of that. But yeah. everyone's screaming, everyone's hollering behind the keyboards and all that. And it's like, God, what are, you know, who are these people? And then people started coming on. And you know what? Remember, we we're saying like, wow, that person's not really too much a psycho like everyone's thinking and making comments on. Yeah. Intelligent, makes sense, great opinion. But I think that's the problem is all these people scream and holler and want to jump on the opposite of everything and feel that's the way to do things which is not i mean have civil discourses not on the internet and not on facebook or anything like that. even even the podcast i mean come on podcasts are you know that's the i think that you know civil discourse is missing and appreciating everyone's opinion and that's that's too bad well it's easier to hide behind a keyboard a meme you know it's easier to just you know <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to, and scream <sighs> don't, be, don't, <sighs> don't don't be a terry typer <laughs> don't do that so 
Uh, we'll put that to rest. But speaking of Terry Typers, I didn't make the meeting last night. Boy, you're... <laughs> I, I, I think there was, they said there's only like 70 people. So again, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. uh, and I think the majority of them are the ones, you know, a lot of people are making comments, good comments, all valid, I think, um, except some of the 4th of July um, moaning and groaning, I think was kind of hilarious, but. Um, and what's the beef I mean, on 4th of July wearing high heels oh, yeah. to. Uh... I mean, it's not, the whole 4th of July thing, hey, listen, whatever way, um, the rec decides to go with this, um, whether it's turf, synthetic turf, you know, they're going to have to put something on top of it for, if you're going to have the 4th of July. And even if they go natural turf with grass, you know, you're, you're going to have to put something on top of that too, because the money that they're going to invest in drainage and all that, if, if it actually does go, um, with grass, you can't have people just like, you know, a 4th of July celebration where people are just trampling everything. Because then, again, the whole purpose of this is to make the fields playable and usable without having to sit down and sit back and wait and wait and wait. And either way you go. I mean, that's why the 4th of July thing. I mean, some people, I think there are some comments that, you know, oh, about the fireworks are, you know, going to, is that a good idea to have fireworks right close to synthetic turf? Well, if anyone knows anything about Fourth of July fireworks, they're not—they're not launched from Deer Path Park. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. It's a fact. There's there's no one, you know, launching, you know, fireworks. I think it's on the, the golf on a Wednesday, you know, but wherever. But it's not yeah. on the turf, and it's so whatever. I mean, but I think there are some good comments. I mean, I just think, uh, I mean, some people were making comments that, uh, you know, against the synthetic, you know, look at what happened on the Super Bowl. Old Dell Beckham blew out his knee because of synthetic turf. I did not, I don't remember anyone saying, you know, that was the cause of his injury. <laughs> but, you know, if they you know, want to say something, then they should bring up, like, I think it was Wendell Phillips on the Philly turf on one play exploded both knees and that was the worst green asphalt around so <laughs> i I'm mean like, there's there's up downs and all all around on uh, you know well, is it you know if you don't have turf, because of it if you don't have the the artificial stuff do you see the taxpayers poning up. I don't even know what the figure is. Well, they, they did have um, some figures and, uh, and it's gra just what, natural grass. Oh yeah. Okay. And they're, they're, they're not, you know, obviously, you know, people wanted, you know, hard fast numbers, but yeah. um, the underlying with maintenance and initial, you know, development of it, the, the, the grass is more expensive no matter how you slice and dice it. And, you know, the numbers they were using, um, grass versus synthetic, I, I would tend to say the grass is even going to be more. Yeah. Speaking from a guy that jumped on a tractor and used to drag the field and maintain the fields when I was coaching and all that, it's a lot of work. And there's a lot of, when it rains, you got to get turfus to fill in the, you know, the dry. So, the whole grass thing, again, is I think it's going to be, you know, the numbers they were showing last night, grass is more expensive to 
develop and maintain. And the other worst part about it is with the grass, um, there's more downtime. Plain yeah, and simple. If it, if it rains, you're not playing on those fields until it's dried out and, you know, dragged and cultivated to get playing conditions where the turf, it rains. You know, so if, now you can't play, obviously, if it's baseball or something, but or softball, but, you know, all the other sports across and all they currently play right now. The other thing I didn't see, which um, I love to have some of the green meanies out there, you know, get some numbers from the high school, you know, that that high school, even though the high school football field slash soccer field slash lacrosse field slash field hockey field, right. you know, it's been there for about 10 years or so now. Where are the numbers on those? Did anyone kind of go over to the high school? And That's say, what hey, I don't listen, get. What they must you know, be many, too good or kids, too bad. Yeah, how many kids have died and how many kids have been injured because of the turf and blah 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 blah. And I'm being facetious when I say kids died. No one's died. That's a great source right there to see. You know, all these carcinogens and all these plastics and all that they're talking about that are getting into the water and all this and in the air and How's a high school? What's a high school seeing from this? And I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's all I know is those games that are being played on there. There's parents loving it. Kids are loving it. Yeah. I haven't heard anyone hating the turf at the high school. You know, well, I, there's you one, know. I think there was a high school kid on there last night making a comment about, I guess he's a soccer player or something. Um, and against the turf and all that. But hey, listen, I don't see any high school soccer players screaming about the turf at the high school. As a matter of fact, I don't, I don't, I think they all love it as compared to what it was. So I don't know. I mean, it's, well, everyone's got I an opinion. I think if you have the artificial turf, again, okay, I don't like turf. I got, all my joints replaced. Okay. I, I, I get it. I don't like it, but in this area, if you have the artificial stuff more often than not, you will have playing going on and kids being more active. Right. right. Than if right. you have the regular grass and if you have the regular grass and you have downtime and then you have more people, more kids not being active downing Starbucks. Right. Yeah. And there's just, there's more, um, and again, we've said it before, I'm, I'm a grass field, natural grass athlete and coach and like to see that, but I also understand you got to, that is going to promote more activity. That's going to promote more play and more revenue as as, you know, hopefully if they do it. Quality of play. So I, I guess the question is, do the taxpayers want to pay more for the grass? So I, I don't and know. The, the question the, out there is really how much is the taxpayer paying? Because yeah. a lot of this is, is, you know, earmarked already. And, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. But again, it's like, I get all the green meanies that are, you know, saying how bad this is for the environment and all that. But again, I mean, it's, I'm just, I'm not a scientist and don't claim to be, but I don't think there's enough data right now anyways to project, you know, there's, you can say, yeah, these plastics stay and ruin the environment. Is there really proof of that right now? I mean, that we're so small time-wise into turf that is there really like studies showing that 
all this. I don't know. I mean, I'm seeing all this. Here, see all this stuff uh, now. Let me fun, let but. me give you a, a Lake Forest podcast study. I want to <laughs> I want to say more than eighty percent of the green meanies have never played sports. And if they did play sports or had kids that played sports, never played it in contact sports or any sports that had it have anything to do with artificial turf, just throwing it out there. No, I, I would, I would totally agree with you. Just seeing the people and, and what they're yelling at is, you know, it's almost their anti kids and family athletics because I'm telling them there's nothing but good things that can come out of this. And, um, you know, either way, I mean, it's, can we make our kids any softer? <laughs> I mean, serious. This is a whole nother tangent, Scoo, but Russia's looking at America and saying, oh, my God, what a bunch of. <laughs> Look at the Olympics. The Olympics. Yeah. What's going? Wait, what is going on with the Olympics? I don't know. I'm not even watching it. <laughs> It just doesn't. Uh, well, there's something happened last night or yesterday, whatever the time zone is, with that Russian skater. I guess she she lost, and you know everyone's now all of a sudden like, oh, poor so and so. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Russia's been doing this with the Olympics doping for uh, Ever. forever. <laughs> you know, they they it's... had <laughs> they had skate female skaters when we were growing up. The, that look like you and the size of you. <laughs> I mean, now we're feeling but, sorry for a 15 year old who they were doping up. Yeah, it's horrible, you know, 15 year old, but you know, don't throw the, oh, poor her. I mean, have different the whole sports thing or? is like, you're right. Everyone's soft. Everyone, you know, the, the wonderful uh, participation trophy can't have winners. We can't have losers. You know, everyone just gets to participate and fun and everything's great. And then these athletes get to high school and get just beat to crap because you know, they're coming up in the lower levels is, hey, just, you know, it's okay. Here's your juice box and all that. And <laughs> yeah. they are, they're, you know, and not all kids are soft. I mean, I, I'm just general. No, but it's, it's getting softer. It just is. You know, but the, but the, the, the thing out of last night's meeting, you know, I guess my takeaway was I hope the city learned something and not to hire these expert, you know, consulting groups. I mean, they had five guys facilitating the thing. Well, I mean, they're getting paid. I know they're getting paid. And, and you know what? I don't really care where the money came from, if it was from, you know, money that was in the coffers already. But still, I mean. You know, people are asking these people, you know, where's your data on this? And they're like, hey, we're just consultants. We're just, we were hired to facilitate these two meetings. And that, we don't have anything to do with the turf and all this stuff. And so, so basically, they're very expensive referees. Yeah. Yeah. And to run so, a Zoom I mean, meeting. So, I, the, the one takeaway is, you know, hopefully the city doesn't do this anymore for anything, whether it's, rec related whether it's you know um building a building or tearing down a bring it to the public for input you know i was expecting we were going to vote to be honest with you after the meeting i thought they were going to call oh, a no. vote call a vote for the the public to decide whether we do or not that's a joke 
<laughs> but I mean, back to our whole thing, you know, Pete, you know, it's the whole thing is, uh, you know, these are folks on the boards and commissions that are working hard, you know, like the rec board, just, you know, if this is approved by the city and everyone's agreed, this is what's good. That's, that's their role. Vote on it, yeah. push it through to, to either push it through to the, to the city council to decide the fate or don't push it through. But hiring groups and getting all these people screaming and hollering is just, there's no. Well, maybe they have to. Is that part of the procedures? I mean, I don't know. No, they don't have to. But it's, oh, we, you know, we probably should get everyone involved. Well, no, you don't. Because they're not going to vote on it. Yeah. General public that's out here screaming and hollering not to do it has no input except for the screaming and hollering. Now, of course, the rec board members can be influenced by that and, you know, make their decision that way, but more power to them. Whatever way they do, that's, that's it. But to, what a waste of time. I mean, I thought it was going to be more productive last night. Um, you know, they went through the stuff. It was great. They went through... Um, you know, each concern, you know, stopped along the way, got input from, you know, you had to type in your comments and all that. But yeah. um, are they going to make that public do? if you if you couldn't make yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out okay. there probably already. All right. But, you know, the thing is that there there's going to be, I guess, some uh, more, uh, another a survey and all that for the public to answer, <laughs> then I think it's March, March 15th or whatever the next rec board meeting is, the rec board's gonna right. hopefully decide on that. Um, and then I think the following April, maybe, I think it goes to city council if it needs to go there, but you know. If I'm gonna keep talking about it, I'll go back and watch it and then reserve yeah. judgment, but I don't see anything changing. It's uh I mean it was just it was they they took our took the people's comments and prioritize prioritization from the first meeting. And yeah. then they went through them and then they had, you know, kind of a QA and here's the question, here's the answer, you know, here's some costs. Um but the cost, I mean, it was of course turf's gonna be cheaper. Even though it's expensive, it's cheaper. And that yeah. was kind of relevant, except for some people said, wow, uh, who, who made those Who made those estimates? The city? You know, come on. <laughs> like, what, we need an what, independent, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, the city, you know, they're the ones that, I mean, it's not much different, but it's, yeah, you know, I think the one well, thing, they showed the four different um opportunities one is to leave it alone one is to do all turf or synthetic turf one was to do all grass and then the fourth one i think was a hybrid which it's funny because a lot of people seem like they like the hybrid and i'm like are you freaking kidding me gonna do half the field turf and then like two two baseball like fields infields or no no like they, like the so, old st louis but, no, no, so no, 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 no. So the whole, okay, right. the whole park would be synthetic or grass. Okay. The uh, there's four diamonds on there, and they're the recommendation was a bulk of two diamonds, 
and a bulk of the of deer path would be synthetic and then two diamonds and a smaller portion of the park would be grass which and it's it's like this res that's like oh yeah at least we got i like that we can do both are you kidding me <laughs> to do both i mean that's that's kind of the mentality it's like oh yeah if we can do both but no, that's going to be costly, probably more costly to do both. And then again, what's the purpose of it? You know, one or the other. I mean, I don't know. And then uh, there's another good point they were making that, um, you know, 10, 10 or so years, you got to pull it up and put new down. And yeah. someone had asked, you know, what if we decide to go grass again after 10 years or something? Oh, great. You can. And, you know, I'm sure it's. Bulldoze it and. But, but again, I guess my point on that is, you know, let's, it's called progress. So let's do the turf. It makes sense now from a cost standpoint and see how it goes. I mean, it comes to the point when you have to replace it. Maybe that's a whole nother discussion. Like, you know what, here's the, the cost benefit around the last 10 years. Did it, did it produce what we thought it would? Yes. No. Um, you know, do we want to go back? The turf. I mean, and they're saying, yeah, you can, because you got the foundation, you got to put the drainage in no matter what. And, you know, there's some composite that goes underneath for the turf, the synthetic, but I, I just think, you, you know, <laughs> come up and do what's going on around in different communities for these kids. And it's about the kids. It's not about the parents. It's not about anyone. This is, um, you know, athletic programming for the kids. And Consistent if it, play. And if it, if it works, Let's do it. Let's give it a whirl. Don't know, no hybrid. Don't, you know, do it, cool. see how it goes. And we, you know, with it, you know, you have a 10 year window where you have to replace it. And maybe at that point we reevaluate. I don't know, but it was, I just think it was kind of good and bad, but boy, I tell you, I hope the city doesn't do that stuff anymore. It just creates the delay and it's just kind of, wishy-washy, you know, make a decision, vote on, don't worry about what people, if you feel like it's, this is what the programming calls for. I think that's how it. politics is, man. I think you just yeah, got to do that. Yeah, but this isn't politics. Everything is politics. I know, but it's not. It's the wreck, it's the wreck wanting to do something and move forward, having the funding and okay. they get approval through the rec board. The rec board looks at it and, they, you know, that's the problem. It's not politics. It's wishy-washy. Let's, let's bring in the public so they can make that decision for us. So we don't want to make the decision. That's what you're there for. So they're spreading the, the risk around. Yeah, the city staff decides this is what we need to do. Here's how we're going to fund it. This is what we're going to do. Rec board, any board, make that call, vote on it, move it forward, and move on. Right. You know, a lot of people, it is politics, they bring politics in it because they don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the person that voted whatever way. So. Well, I mean, you also want to get your name out there in case you want to run for politics. You know, that's true. I'm standing behind. Right. My platform is, is. You're right. Which is what this, I think, is turned into, which it should be. You know, it's all this. If you're if you're, you know, it, the underlying principle is. We're doing this for the kids and the programming in the community to make it better. And if you're opposed to it, you must Not be the opposed. High heels. 
you must be opposed to not providing adequate fields and proper play and all that for the kids who are, you know, so. You want fat, soft kids. Yeah. But it, so it was, it was an hour and a half. It was, it was okay. I mean, I okay. Just, all right. Nothing uh, really came out of it, really. I mean, it's just all right. All right, I'll, I'll try and find it, and I'll look at it and see if there's anything in there. But, you know, I'm trying to get other points of view. I just don't see any that match mine. Um, what about the uh, ComEd bridge? Didn't hear anything yet. That hasn't made the radar yet. Uh, and and I need a picture of that bridge. The, uh, they're going to tear down the bridge in Deer Pass. Yeah. Now, I mean, that's happening. I mean, that's, there's a bridge on Woodland. There's a bridge uh, overpass at 41 in Deer Path. Is that what you're talking about? The overpass? So Deer Path, when you're on Deer Path going west to 41, there's three bridges. Yeah. Okay. I think it's three bridges. There's a train bridge. I think the train is the first one. Okay. No, the train's the second one. And then right, the first one is the right above there, there's a bike path okay. going down. You know, when All you're right. biking, I saw you biking a couple times this past summer. Um, yeah, with square wheels. So bike path, walking path is above there. And it's, you know, to get over deer path, it's a cement bridge that's been there for God knows how long. And then there's, you know, the overpass for 41. So that okay. that's, I, I, I believe it's the first bridge going west by the golf course that's okay. owned by ComEd that they're taking down and replacing, right. which I believe well, is happening, but. That hasn't made the, uh, the radar yet. So we're on it. I think it'll probably right. show up at the next city council meeting probably because that's coming close to starting. Cause they said March or something for yeah. spring break, they're shutting down deer pass so they can take down the bridge. So I'm sure. Quick question, you know, the people that are beefing or people that like us or whatnot, has anyone in Lake Forest ever done anything like we're doing here? Uh, like a podcast? No, just like having uh, having a <laughs> forum, uh, a megaphone to talk about what's going in town. I guess the closest thing would be the newspapers and the commentary section well i mean not a podcast per se but yeah it used well, there to was be. no podcast there was radio there, stations there there used to well there's not really a radio station here but there was was there lake a forester no there's lake okay. there might have been at the school or college but there was lake forester and the um Oh, what's it called? There is a competitor to the Lake Forester, but they always had a political section and all that and what's going on and all that. So people could read and catch up and all that stuff. But people used to go to these board meetings and there's people in the community that held these boards and commission members accountable, you know, and question them, you know, if you're, if, you know, if you're sitting there sleeping on a, at a, a, you're a board or, or board member or commissioner, and you're sleeping on the at the wheel, you know people were calling you out and all that, and and it was face to face, and um, you know there, I remember there's a lot of, 
people that didn't like a certain person, but, you know, at the end of the day, the guy was a smart guy. He asked the right questions and, you know, sometimes challenged these boards and commissioners as well as the mayor, as well as the city manager. Um, But no, that doesn't happen anymore. I mean, everyone it's, it's hide behind the keyboard as opposed to show up and, you know, okay. You know, even talking about the, the meeting last night, I'll bet dollars to donuts. There was no reason that we couldn't have done this in person, but I think they went, you know, Zoom as a, a scapegoat. There's just too many people screaming and hollering and, I, you know, which was a good thing they went on Zoom because I think if they went in person, there would have been a whole faction of people screaming and hollering. And, and last I don't night think it was- so, because there was nobody there at the first one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, 56. And, 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 right. and there were 70 people at last night. So, I mean, all right. Obviously, nobody really, you know, you know, how many people are in town? Right. 16,000. I thought it was 19. 19. Boy, we better get our fact checkers to get that right because we're going to get nailed on that one. Hey, but yeah, I mean, we, so uh, all right. So, nothing came up of that. Then let's get back to the athletes. Uh, a lot of cool stuff happening with the athletes in the area. So let's start with the Nowick family. What happened there, Scoo? Cade? Well, Cade had a horrible injury that knocked him out of football season, basketball season. Now he get, just got back into basketball the last couple games. But um, going to evidently going to Denison. Going to continue playing there, which is a great thing. That is a good school. Way to go, Pops. And I think there were eight or nine other kids or something like that that got there going and playing onward. I heard uh, Leo is uh, is going to Notre Dame playing there. What? I did not hear that. Oh, come on, Pete. Yeah. Scheidler? Yep, with his brother. His brother, I think, is a senior playing there. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of Lake Forest connection at Notre Dame, particularly with Tommy Reese. But, um, yeah, I don't know what Leo's playing. Um, Anything he wants. He's he's pretty good. I think he's the best quarterback Lake Forest has seen in a long, long time, 30 or more years. I mean. He He got game. And he got a lot of, uh, I think, uh, post awards too. You know, different awards. Well, so yeah, he's and he and and his cornerback skills, I think, are even better. But um, so yeah, he's yeah, got did, a pretty bright future. They didn't throw there. his way. They didn't throw his way. No, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Well, then you had Sorry, Shahari I, I, on the other side. Yeah. So they they heard know. it. They got Max Turlap. He's going to oh god, I just Loris. Out. Loris playing football there. So yeah, I mean, Iowa, a, yeah. You know the girls basketball. Uh, oh, tough season. one! A tough one. Oh, man, Overtime at Viators. Yeah, I think they're they're out in Wakanda playing, but um, yeah, Viator. They were the four seed, and Lake Forest was the fifth seed, and. Yeah, I didn't see the game, but I heard it was, you know, they were winning with like 20 seconds left and went to overtime and then they lost, ended up losing by five, but uh, great season. I mean, I think they finished with 19 wins, you know, 
Not bad. So, Who's the coach of that team? Stacy Leach. Stacy Leach. Uh, Way to go, coach. Sec- second year, second or third year, took over for Kyle Wilhelm. But yeah, I mean, she's done a great job. I mean, it's, you know, Lake Forest uh, a couple of years ago had a lot of talent, girl talent, and it all graduated. And it was like, okay, maybe, maybe it's a down year. But they had a, you know, 19 win seasons. Pretty good. You know, I'm looking at my, my notes here. I mean, you're the sports guy, but it looks like they got a couple juniors coming back that made all conference. Uh, Bella Ranello. Yep, the point guard. And Ra- she's really good. Face Rachel Kaus. Kaus, that's how you say she, it. She, now, don't take it this wrong. She's an animal, man. <laughs> 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 she's a one tough cookie. Her sister was good too, but Rachel, yeah. man, she gets hot. She, I mean, she's just strong and they got game. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're they're coming what? back, and they got a couple freshmen that played this year. Um, one, Two started, two different ones. Freshmen started off and on. Um, so they're coming back. So, you know, the team is, uh, you know, they've done the, the, the girls program has really picked up over the last several years. And, um, you know, like I said, when they lost a lot of the girls, real talented ones, you think there's going to be a down t- slot. But, I mean, it keeps, you know generating good young talent i mean it's it's the same model the boys are using and that's that's been you know the guys and the girls basketball programs that they're, they're big into the feeder programs so, you know all the coaches are connected to the lower levels and all that so yeah. it is a um and then which is a great thing because that's the way it should be is you know high school coaches should know who the upcoming younger talent is and i think it just makes that transition into high school so much more and makes them more competitive i mean both uh phil and stacy you know and, and Ky, you know not taking away from stacy but kyle wilhelm too when he just you know he was yeah. doing it for years too before he um stepped down but those guys are doing they're doing the right thing you know and that's, right, we that's, talk, that's that's the key we talked about the ladies let's get to the boys man yeah the guys are i think i want to say tomorrow night I don't think it's tonight, but I think tomorrow night they open up. Well, they they wrapped up the championship though at Waukegan. Yeah, that's uh, not much. North Suburban Conference like. champs. That's uh, I think that's the first time in several years, 10, 12 years that the Scott. They've had good teams too, but they've also had some really good competition in North Suburban. But yeah, they won the North Suburban, and but the funniest thing is with with both teams is. Um, both teams dropped down into the state playoffs to 3A. Oh. And everyone in the conference, I believe, is 4A. And the scouts dropped down to 3A because of their size. We're small. But we dominate the big teams. And um, like the boys, I mean, they've, they won the conference this year, dominated it. But all the conference foes are in 4A, and the scouts dropped down to 3A. And they are the number one seed in the sectional um, that they're in. And, you know, just looking at the teams in the sectional, they can make some serious. I, I would be shocked if they don't get out of the sectional. I mean. Well, educate me. Asa Thomas, is that Asa? Asa, yeah. He, he's the big man. He, he puts up 20 points on six threes on his birthday. Yeah, six, seven. 
can dribble over half court and jumper. Boom. But he's good. I mean, they got a just a uh, their their team is well spread out. They know, you know. What about Aberly, he's their big uh, score? Tommy Averly. Tommy Averly. Yeah. He's he's a uh, uh, you know I I said last year I thought Cade was the best three sport athlete the high school scene in years. I still think he is, but Tommy, whew, he's a sophomore. And, you know, he starts on all the major only a sophomore, and he's a stud, <laughs> I mean, stud, but he, you know, he's like, kind of like Cade. I mean, those two, I mean, Tommy, I think it was what, six, one. And he plays down low, like a big man. I mean, and, uh, you know, so he's, he's, and he's tough. I mean, he, the kid, you, you, you look at him on the basketball court and you're like, wait, he, he's a he was a linebacker on the varsity football team. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's, he's an, he's an animal too. And, uh, but they got a well-balanced and I tell you, they got a good bunch and, but Phil's got them. I, I can't say enough about the, the basketball coaches. They're just, they got these kids playing the way they want. And Phil is just, I mean, he has, I mean, they, they keep these teams under 40 points they're going to win all the time. And, and that's, that's, it seems like a goal of theirs is to, you know, do that. And they, they are tenacious defenders. So it's going to be tough for a lot of those teams. And I think they got the bye. So I think they play tomorrow, their first game. Yeah, they, they're good. They're good. I wouldn't be, like I said, I mean, they're dropping down to some lesser, well, I mean, three, I shouldn't say lesser teams, but not the same competition that the scouts have faced all year. So, and, and the scouts have, they got five or six losses, but those were losses that were could have gone either way. And they were against top ranked teams. So it's a good ball club. Of course, Scheidler puts up 10 rebounds. Now, now I see the Notre Dame on him. That's, that's outstanding. Wow. Way to go, they, mom, dad. But they're good. I mean, it's, uh, you know, and, and not just to talk about the, the girls and guys basketball, all the, um, winter sports teams had great seasons and, you know, doing in the, in the state tournaments or whatever way they're doing. And, you know, the spring sports are starting. So, you know, knock on wood, this is, this is great. I mean, it's finally got full seasons in for these kids, which, you know, yeah. if you remember last year, they piled spring and winter all into, you know, two months at the end of the year. So well, you know, hopefully they don't fans. need, they don't, they don't need those chin straps anymore. But well, as soon as that thing was lifted, man, Lake Forest was, I don't think you could see any chin straps. You know, they all those kids shed those uh, masks real quick. All right, let's throw this one out there. Hey, Joanna Rolek, I know you're not listening, but uh, she's got a little something, something over at the Deer Path on March 4th for our small business, businesses, uh, their annual business and go uh, government breakfast. So that's seven seven thirty a.m. at uh, Deer Path, and that's a good breakfast. They got, I ain't gonna lie, they got good food. Oh, people give me grief grief that I'm not a fan. I just you, know, you don't like the Deer Path. Come on, please. I do like the Deer. I, I'm just you know when I reach into my pocket and I pull out the money, I feel it. You know, it's like Velcro. Yeah, I feel I it. Hear you. But it's but it's on. no, it's good. It's great. It's uh, 
but you know, Joanna, we need to get some more of these new small businesses on here. Yeah. I think business. Well, we get Joanna to, to push a couple our way who we should talk to because she does a phenomenal job too. On oh, she's good. We had her on. We'll put her right here. She did a great job on, on the show. Uh, any small businesses that need help, you know, please come on. And if you want to get some great advertising like our shark guy, 25 bucks. Come on. We're the best value in town. Because we don't, well, you know, we got a lot of listeners. Got a lot of listeners and some non-listener listeners. Uh, it is ever since we went to video, man. And uh, video's getting shorter and shorter and shorter. People only want one minute now. Video how can you get us? <laughs> how can you get? How can you take what we have to say into one minute? You know what I mean? That's all people want to listen. So I will try to upgrade my editing skills to uh, get that. Newser. Oh, Scoo, Super Bowl. Yes. Wow. That was a halftime for you. Um, Did not see it. Saw part of it. You know, so part of it was eating dinner with the in-law and Pam, and then we're like, oh, got to get back to the game. But um, yeah, yeah, I like Any the commercials. After. I'm trying to think of it. It wasn't really a lot of car commercials. I uh, I watched a little Netflix and uh, went to bed. Scoop. No Super Bowl. It's lost its luster. I call it a blowout either way. I was obviously dead wrong. Oh, that's but... right. We we both called a blowout, but I picked. I, the right I, team. I thought it was going to happen. When, uh, you know, I was saying LA saying that till the end. Yeah, you you were you were good call. Yeah, you safe call. What a safe call! A better team. They, well, they were should, a better team. Should Coop should Cooper Cup have uh, won MVP? If they didn't have Cooper Cup, they wouldn't have won. <laughs> I don't care how yeah, that, good Matthew Stafford, you know, that'd is. be valuable. Is he is he Hall of Fame? I doubt it. But um, you know, if Cooper Cup wasn't there, they don't win. So, and he, and he was the offensive player of the year. So yeah, I mean, well here here's the other thing. You didn't see this, but I Aaron Donald was you know the, the next coming of uh, you know whatever. He's good, but the one play towards the I, think it was, I think it was a third down play. Um, where they're like, oh my God, he tackled that guy with one arm, you know, and threw him back, you know, as a third and one right before the end, the last play of the game. Yeah. I thought it was funny because the only reason he threw him, the, the running back back with one arm is was because 91 or whatever had tackled him at the feet and was holding him, I mean, tackled him, but no one gave credit to the poor guy. I mean, he's a reason, but, you know, whatever. Before we forget, let's give a shout out to uh, Dr. Jill Barron, first woman president at Lake Forest College. Wow. Nice. Congratulations. And, and like Get we say, show, Pete. better <laughs> phones ringing. Yeah, your phone hasn't been ringing, Scoop. Uh, I, I, I'm sure she was the best person for the position. Great job. And it just happens to be the first uh, woman, uh, great. Oh, 
Spin Doctors yeah. at Gorton. Is that February awesome? 26. That's <laughs> next week. Spin Doctors. I love the Spin Doctors. Oh, man. they Those two hits they had, I forgot the second one, but uh, 92, little, 93, was it? Maybe Little Miss. Can't be yeah, wrong. <laughs> That's, that sounds like our Terry Typers. <laughs> yeah that's that's awesome though i mean the spin doctors and gordon who would have thunk that well great job booking great job yeah. booking wish we knew who the booker was over there when's, when's chick norris being at gordon uh chick norris is probably not going to be chick norris but uh sassholes could be is that, just a, is that just a contract issue and all that, or why are, why are we uh, creative out? differences uh, on Chick mm-hmm. Norris? Uh, but uh, no, we got a little something cooking. Uh, the Sassholes. That's just a, you know working title for the band. But uh, we, we got together, and boy, boy, is the bassist rusty. My goodness. But I think we'll have a couple songs you'll like. You need to just have a. You need to do a uh, Beatles, just uh, like maybe a Market Square impromptu uh, on the roof of uh, Gerhardt's or the or uh, your place. No, just on the it's the right in Market Square. Just maybe maybe you jump up onto the the um, the fountain before uh, they fill it up. Put the water in it, or especially when they have the water in it. Yeah, that'll go I mean, well. The kind of a. Oh, you know what would be a good place to do? You guys could get on the roof of the uh, train station. Interesting. Now I just Come have on. to be able to get up, get up a ladder. No, the band's going. Uh, ever ever since uh, I got rid of my other commitment, or they got rid of me, I've had more time to practice. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's been good. It's been good, Scoo. It's been real good. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about on the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete. You can reach at Pete at LakeForestPodcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes below. We thank our Patreon sponsor, Shark Guide Beach Fishing, the premier South Florida beach fishing experience out of Longboat Key, Florida. Our, their world's renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but they'll help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook or at sharkguybeachfishing.com and contact them today to schedule an outing. Shark guy is not Scoo's guy, but he's my guy for your next charter. And that's hey, okay. Shark, shark guy's 25 bucks is good enough for me. We also like to say, hey, we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Reverend Luke Pack from the Church of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Matt, a- Matt A, Elizabeth B, Coastal Lance, <laughs> Otto, and Artie M. Artem. Artemis Pyle. Artemis Pyle. On behalf of my co-host, Walker, we thank you for listening. Cue the music. Thank you.